What's going on? This is Trey from All Sports Best. Just want to thank you for coming to check out the interview with Memo Diaz of the El Paso Locomotives. Really big things ahead of him. Really good dude. Got to say that he was very, very kind on and off the interview on the phone. And uh, so just really cool guy to talk to. And I, I can't wait to meet him in person when we go and check out a game there in El Paso. But guys, a couple of fun facts about the, the locomotives is that they started it out on October 4th, 2018, before recently starting their new season, their first season, just very recently here in 2019. If you see the logo, you're going to notice it kind of looks like a train. There's 11 lines, vertical lines on the bottom of the logo. It stands for the 11 players on the field. I thought that blew my mind. Thought I'd share that with you before we started the interview, guys. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter if you want more content from us. And you can go to allsportsbest.com for even more stuff that we can bring to you. And we hope that you enjoy. So without further ado, here's our interview with Memo Diaz. Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Sports Best. I'm Trey Gonzalez, and I'm very excited to do this podcast with you because I have on a very special guest, Guillermo Mimo Diaz. How you doing, man? Good, good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, to first start off, you play for the El Paso Locomotives, and that has to be an amazing experience. We're going to get into all of that. You originally were actually born in El Paso, so what does it feel like to be back home Doing what you love. I mean, uh, being being at home, being with your the friends you grew up with, your family, mom and dad. Um, it feels great. It feels great to be back home and being able to play in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of want to. I, I like to start off the podcast with kind of an origin story and where where you got started. What what all happened at the beginning stages? You were born in El Paso, raised in Anthony, Texas. But what got you started in soccer specifically? I was actually, uh, I grew up um, playing baseball in El Paso. Mm. Um, funny story, um, a friend invited me to go try out for a club team um, in Las Cruces. And after that, I just took to soccer, took to soccer and ended up getting a, a scholarship for, for our junior Dang. college. That's awesome. So you go and you play for this club team. You eventually go and play in high school. Did you just give up all the other sports at that point, or did you still kind of keep up with multiple? No, I was a multiple sport in high school. I, mean, I played uh, football, baseball, and I even did cheerleading. Really? Yeah. Fun fact. Okay. <laughs> so so what did you do in cheerleading? Could you do the flips, or were you a, more of a base, kind of like a lifter kind of guy? No, I was just um, – a okay oh really wow yeah dude i give you so much props for that that's amazing <laughs> so tell me about this though you said you played football as well um that conflicts with soccer how did you manage that um i mean i was just uh the kicker for the football team okay and pretty much it was just uh thursdays for like 20 minutes that would have a practice and then go play uh five nights very cool. What was the longest field goal you ever made? Ooh, in a game, probably 46, I believe. 46 yards. That's solid. Yeah. You could probably get a yeah. job in the NFL now, too. You know that, right? <laughs> Damn. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. So, and then what about in practice? Because you made it sound like there was even more to come from, from practice. I think it was like 10, 10 more without, um, without pressure. Really? 50-plus like yards. 
Yeah, 56. Yeah. Dang, that's amazing. Awesome, awesome. Very cool. So did you have a passion for any of the other sports while you uh, played all of them at once? Was it, Or was it just like, okay, I'm focusing on soccer, but I like these other sports? No, I mean, I always, um, like I said, I grew up playing baseball, and that was always there. Baseball was always there for me. Um, I would play soccer, but watch um, baseball and knew everything about baseball. And so I never let go of um, baseball. So you still watch it to this day. So today, as we record this, it's opening day. Are you checking out on some of these pro games going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite team? Um, Cubs. I follow uh, players now much, and uh, pretty much Bias is my favorite player right now at the moment. Oh, okay. That's so awesome. Follow, so I follow, the, I follow the Cubs right now, yeah. Have you ever had a chance to go and actually watch them? No, not yet, not yet. No. This past – this past week, I actually had a chance to go and watch them in spring training in Arizona. They played the Red Sox. It was pretty insane. They won, so you know, props to yeah, your team. Yeah, that was, I was uh, looking forward to it, but just uh, season started and I couldn't make it up to yeah. to spring training in Arizona. I got you. I got you. So tell me about your nickname. Uh, you go by Mimo, and on social media, I've seen the locomotives put Mimo and everything like that. So it's not just a you know a friend thing. You you do it. That's what you go by. Where did that come from, and and when did that start? Uh, Memo is just um, short for Guillermo. Okay. So yeah, and, and, uh, so I'm I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, memo. Okay. <laughs> memo. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that a lot, though. Okay. Lot. So, but um, yeah, it's just short for Guillermo, and, and even when I was in baseball, that's um, that was that's what they would call me. Okay, so then back in the day, so it wasn't any defining moment that somebody just decided to start calling you that, and you're like, hey, that's who started calling me that first. Uh, no, it's just everybody. I mean, that's how I introduced myself. Oh, okay. Since I was little, I don't really use my my whole name. Okay, I got you. Absolutely. So, tell me about this, okay? So, you go from high school to college. You end up getting signed to Yavapai College, which is a very big junior college, uh, very well-known in sports. And then from there, you go to UNLV. And then from there, it, we, we kind of made our way to where we are now at the El Paso Locomotives. Can you tell me about your story from high school, deciding to uh, sign to Yavapai, and so on? Yeah, I mean, um, I had two good seasons uh, in high school at Gatson. I had um, two good seasons. After that, I ended up getting signed by uh, to go to Yavapai. I signed to go to Yavapai. Um, I went there with the mentality of getting an education. I mean, that's what... Uh, my parents wanted and everything, so I went there trying to get just an education. That's what I was thinking. I mean, uh. I'm playing soccer, getting getting paid for for school, for my school, and um, that was my mentality going there. Once I get there, um, you see all these guys, oh, oh, I'm just trying to play two years and go pro. I'm just used for one year and trying to go pro or Dang. go to D1 yeah. and play. And that just turned everything around. Um, I went into like getting the same passion for them and stuff. Obviously soccer was my passion, but I never saw it that way, you know? Oh, wow. As in like to go pro. And, um, yeah, that changed my mentality at junior college. And 
ended up at, um, signing two more years for Division One in at UNLV. What happened when you signed to UNLV? I mean, first off, actually, I need, I'm going to rewind it a little bit. Did any of those guys that that had the aspirations to go and play pro, did they end up making it pro? Uh, one, my our captain, the one that I'm still close with, he plays pro in, in Ireland. He's he's oh, from Ireland, uh, and he plays pro in Ireland. That's and a- he's the one that one um, who pretty much got me into UNLV, even though he went to Ohio State. Oh wow! So he yeah. can he opened the door for you then? Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, uh, Rich Ryerson went down to the UNLV coach went down to to Prescott to check out a game, and actually to go watch him. Huh. And then out of nowhere, he he's like, "Who's this little guy?" And <laughs> ended up taking a look at me. And then he was looking at a ball, but he ended up going to Ohio State, and ended up wow. I ended up at UNLV. Dang, that's amazing! So just things kind of fell into place for you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything just kept um, falling in place. So I was like, "Let's so, go." So you're telling me your buddy came all the way from Ireland to go to junior college and then go back to Ireland? Yeah, he nice. had some trouble with his. Um, well, not trouble, but it ended. His visa ended, oh, okay. so he had to go back. And when he went back, he signed pro over there. So it was pretty good. Yeah, as well. works out, works out. So Yavapai, yeah. um, this guy sees you. You go to UNLV. Was there any kind of uh, back and forth on the discussion of, you know, what what's my scholarship going to be? You know, how how will I play my role at UNLV? Or was it kind of just like, hey, Division One, where's the line? I'm going to sign on it. Uh, like I said, when I was getting into um, – Yavapai that it was all about my education I still kept that in mind and took a look at that which was um I wanted to do criminal justice and once I found out like yeah and and they had a good program for criminal justice I went ahead and actually uh talked about scholarships to, to the coach and it was pretty straightforward he offered me a good amount um and I went from there how did you like how'd you like playing in Vegas? What was it like? Crazy, crazy. I mean you you think of Vegas of a crazy nightlife and mm-hmm. all this and for a student athlete in Vegas, I mean you have to stay focused, so it was pretty hard, not gonna lie. But yeah. um <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I mean you do school, you do soccer and then I mean have fun with your friends. And I think that was pretty much what got us, uh, like, a good bond uh, on the team. We would spend a lot of time together off the field. Yeah, having some fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so. Something to do in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, UNLV, um, you had some good seasons there. And then is that from there, did you immediately get seen by, you know, the Locomotives team and they're starting to develop this new team coming out? And then they signed you from there. How did that work? No, no, no. Um, actually, the I think it was in the spring, and I was injured or something. Yeah, I was injured, and then it was in the spring. But I would, I would like, I was gonna be back in the summer, like back to playing. And um, uh-huh. the UNLV coach, he's like, "What do you think about playing in Midland, which is um, MPSL?" Mm-hmm. 
the National Premier Soccer League. It's like an uh, amateur league. Solid. During the, su- during the summer. And I was like, whoa, well, my dad works there. Um, I'm four hours away from, from home. I'm like, yeah, I'd like that. And uh, he talked to Matt Barnes, the middling coach at that time. And he sent me and two other players down there for to play. Yeah. To play the 2017 season. And we did pretty well. We did. Um, we went all the way to the national final. Wow. Which I wasn't able to play because we had report date for. For college. Um. So that was unlucky. Oh, that's un- yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, after that, I went back to UNLV, played my my senior season. And um, I kept um, – I mean, I've never said this, but um, went back to UNLV, played my last season, and then Coach Liam, the assistant coach, got me in touch with Laredo Heat, which was another NPSL team. Mm. And that was going to be for the 2018 summer, right? Yeah. So ended up playing there. But I went there with the mentality of I still need to go back to UNLV and finish one more semester to finish my uh, – to get my bachelor's on criminal justice. Yeah. So I went – once again, I went there thinking, like, um, I'm not going to do anything after this, you know? Like, because once your season's over and it's your last season in college, yeah. then teams start looking at you and you, you start looking for teams like pro teams. Uh, but I went there thinking, I'm like, no, 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 I need to come back to UNLV and uh, finish my school, and which this is why I started everything, you know? Like, Oh, yeah. I want to finish my education first and this. So I went there thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to play my last season in soccer and come back and finish school and start working with my – here in Vegas and or in Vegas with um, my bachelor's. Uh but then I had a really good season. I did. I got top eleven in the in the region. Wow. Top top eleven in the conference. Top eleven in the region, and went up to top eleven in the in the nation, which is in the league in the NPSL. Wow. So I got a, a good season, and the coaching staff, the club from there, from Loreto, they really turned my mentality around. And um, let me, and then backing up to how I got to Loretto mm-hmm. was, um, yeah, the coach, the coach from UNLV contacted me, or got me in contact with um, with Dana, which was a Loretto coach. And Dana, I was on the phone with him. He's like, well, what kind of player are you? Like, I've never seen you. And I was like, well, I can't explain. I don't know how to explain myself. Like, <laughs> I don't know the way I play, you know? That's tough, yeah. Um, yeah, it was hard. And then he's like, oh, you know what? I'll call you in, like, in an hour. I'm going to call uh, Matt Barnes, the middling coach. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, whatever he tells me, we'll go. Because I know he knows the league. He knows you because you played for him. So whatever he says, we'll go. Dang. And not even not even a, an hour uh, later, he calls me five minutes later. He's like, I need you here this date and whatever. We're going to do this. 
It's amazing. And he's like, quote by quote, what Mark, uh, Matt told me, he's, uh, he's a good player, he's a talented player, and he's one year away from playing in the in the USL. Wow. So be, so being pro. And um, I was like, wow, that's what he told you then. I'm in for it. <laughs> yeah. And one one year later, I signed with El Paso. Dang. But um, yeah, I went. I I still went back to Vegas, finished school, and uh, Dana sent an email, and I sent my video to to El Paso. Yeah. Coach Coach Mark from El Paso invited me to preseason. Um, and then when I was in Vegas, they made an invitational tryout. So he calls me and he's like, can you make this tryout? And I came, I came back to El Paso for a weekend, had the tryouts, went back, graduated. And then after graduating, I got the news that I was invited back to preseason for tryout. I got to say this, man, congratulations on reaching that ultimate goal with your education because a lot of people don't do it, man. They see that dream. It's right there to grab. And they're just like, I'm going to take it and forget all the rest. You know, you, you still kept your head on straight to achieve that goal, man. I got to give you mad props for that. And I mean, it was, um, obviously it was my parents pushing me, yeah. but it was something I had to do for them. You know what I mean? Sure. It's something that, um, every, like you can say Mexican parents, they want that little paper. You want, sure, they sure. want that diploma. <laughs> and that's why I had to I had to do it, you know? I had yeah. to do it for myself, for them, and obviously for for the rest of my life because I don't know where soccer will take me. Yeah, man. Well shout out to your family. They've got to be proud, right? They're pretty proud. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I made them proud. <laughs> So can you speak on the fact that, I mean, for, for athletes out there that are listening and wondering about your story and things like that, how big first impressions or impressions in general help you out? Because your coach, you know, kind of put you on for somebody else because he told them that you were so good and you were ready to go. You had a buddy in, in a junior college that kind of talked you up as well. I mean, you're the way that it sounds. I mean, you make really good impressions on people to where they want to help you out. Right. So how important is that? Yeah. I mean, um, you're going to find connections everywhere. You're going to make friends everywhere. Um, is this that, um, you need to be, I mean, give to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as, I mean, and I've gotten that a lot from coaches and players. They mean they tell me like you get along well with players, you're... but that comes all along with uh, being being coachable, you know. Yeah. Being a coachable player, it's um, adjusting to other players, adjusting to other teams, to coaches, and that's when everything comes. Like, oh, this guy, like he listens, he he does what we tell him to do, he gets along with his players, he he's a great guy, you know what I mean? Like it. It all comes together to yeah. being, like, um, I guess a good guy to to yeah. everybody you know and that's, a, that's around you. Man, and I've heard that with a lot of the interviews we've done, that just being a good person will take you far. Even even if you, you know what I mean, if you already have the talent and people want you already, just being a good person always kind of gives you that extra step, um, and that's really cool. So um, I want to speak on the first language you were able to actually speak and that's spanish you know like 
how big has that been in soccer to be able to speak Spanish with your teammates and people around the sport? I mean, once I got to to junior college, um, obviously with the Mexicans around and yeah. it was pretty good and stuff like that. But then you look at guys from coming out of town trying to learn Spanish just to get along with you or play along with you in the, yeah. in, during games and stuff. It's like pretty important. It makes you feel good, you know, like you're like, oh, these guys are trying to learn another language just to like get along with you yeah, or stuff like that. But, and it, it's been uh, very important, very important um, knowing both languages. Yeah, dude, that is, that is outstanding. I, I wish I could say I speak it and I would just totally go <laughs> off right now and speak Spanish with you. Just not going to happen, man. You know, just, I just can't. <laughs> But I got to know, um, you know, you, you have a lot of advantages to the sport, being a good person, being able to speak Spanish, being talented and having that background and the educational, you know, the, the paper, the diploma that you got, you know, the degree you were able to earn from UNLV. You know, what what is it that gives you that extra boost before games, before competing? Um, maybe something that hypes you up. What does it for you? Well, I, I mentioned my parents before, but probably them. My parents, uh, really? out in the field as out in the field as well. Yeah, um, I see my parents. Like I've seen them struggle since we were in Anthony, and still struggling, working hard right now. And every time I get on the field, every time I was in the classroom, that's it. Was, all this is for them, you know. Yeah, and they gave me so much. Is still twenty three years. They still I get a lot from them. So. I have to give back to them. So I would say family, my parents, my brother, that would be the main main reason for, for all this or why I'm here. That's amazing, man, for sure. So tell me, I want to know a little bit more about the locomotives, man. It's the first year that you guys have been in operation. You play at Southwest Stadium where the Chihuahuas play. It's an incredible, incredible venue to watch sports in general. Um, what's it like to play there? Uh, it's a great stadium. It's a great, great stadium. And then um, obviously getting packed with um, El Paso fans that have been waiting for, for this moment, have been waiting for soccer for a long time. I mean, you can feel the energy from from them down there. And uh, it's been, it feels pretty good being um, down there and being in front of them with them having your back. Do you, is the crowd pretty solid? I mean, I know you say it's a lot of El Paso fans, but do they get hyped up and loud for you guys? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you can tell, you can feel that energy of them uh, waiting for this moment. They're they're just they're just excited, um, and they're just ready for for a, a professional soccer team in El Paso. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to make a trip down to watch you guys play. It's gonna be exciting to check it out yeah hopefully you can make it make it to one yeah for sure so tell me a little bit more about the team itself you guys have to make some trips because obviously the, the league isn't based in el paso it's it's all over the united states right so how do you guys travel Fly out of um the el paso airport uh the king we only have one road trip which would be albuquerque it's the closest team to us oh, okay uh, it's, a, it's a new team as well so i think that'll be the only road trip and the other ones would be uh, flying out of the El Paso airport. Where Where are you planning to go, and where have you been? 
we don't play the uh, the teams in the Eastern Conference till playoffs. Oh. So it would be all all of the West West. Um, so it would be California, Arizona, Portland, and um, Seattle. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So it would be nice. And um, I've been to San Antonio, which was a preseason game. Mm. And uh, I think that's about it, about it right now that I've, that I've traveled. Yeah. What are some of the perks of travel? I mean, do they give you like a per diem? Do, do you get paid – per day to go and eat and stuff like that? Or do they, do they pay for your flights to go out and all that stuff? Yeah. Our flight, our flight, is, our flight, our hotel, everything's paid off. And yeah, we do get per diem for, for every food now per Dang. day. Depends on, depends on what they will feed us. So yeah. That's amazing. Okay, cool. What other perks have you gotten from uh, playing professionally? I mean, you guys get a bunch of gear. Have you gotten like free cleats and different different types of soccer gear, shin guards, all that? Uh, shin guards, yeah, and then our, our whole practice uniform, our game uniform, uh, cleats, not 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 so much. Um, that's probably on our own, and most likely will be on our own. Uh huh. And um, yeah. Other than that, I think that's about it that we can get. Well, okay. that's how we got it now. Oh, yeah. Now. I got you. I got you. Um, so tell me about some of the extra things that you guys do on the side. I know that they've had media days for the locomotives. You guys have had events, things to kind of say, hey, we're here, guys. We're kicking off the season. Come and check us out. And I know you guys are in season now. But have you been able to partake in any commercials or social media uh, promotions? Uh, we've, uh, we've done a couple uh, appearances. Uh, some of the guys have been – on TV and uh, obviously on social media, doing um, commercials for for the people here in El Paso, and we've done appearances at like little kids tournaments and stuff like that to get people out there. Okay, very cool, solid. Okay, so tell me about this. First off, for the people out there, this is the this is the first time uh, Memo's been on the show, so we're going to be doing a rapid fire to know all the things that he likes, some of, his, some of his favorites, and all that stuff. But before we do that, I want you to tell them where they can find you on Twitter and on Instagram in case they want to give you a follow. Instagram would be MD23 underscore, and Twitter would be MD23 double underscore. Okay, all right. Was there a reason why you went with the double underscore on Twitter? Yeah, because there was the single double. The, uh, the single was taken. Was taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so circumstances forced you that way. That's fine. All mm -hmm. right, man. So you ready for uh, rapid fire? Uh, I think so. All right, let's do this. Favorite food? Uh, red enchiladas. Favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Brand of shoes? Ooh. I would go with Nike. Okay, solid. Um, musical mm -hmm. artist? Damn, I have a DJ, Benny Benassi, old school. Okay, Benny Benassi, solid. Uh, what about favorite song right now? Ooh, um, <laughs> Thorn by J Balvin. Solid. School subject? Math. Soft drink? Dr. Pepper. Gatorade flavor? <laughs> Red. <laughs> I don't know the flavor. I like it, I like it. Okay, <laughs> out of town, or restaurant, El Paso restaurant? Uh, El Cometa. Okay, uh, favorite item that you own? Uh, Next was given by my mom. 
Can you explain it to us real quick? Uh, just a cross, a sim- uh, simple cross. Awesome. That she gave me, yeah, after graduating. Favorite sports movie? The Bench Romers. Favorite superhero? I would go with Batman. Pro soccer player? Andres Iniesta. Secondary sport? Baseball. And lastly, this one's a little bit tougher than usual, your hidden talent? Yeah, probably baseball too. Baseball? Okay. <laughs> solid, solid. I'll take it. What what position did you play in baseball, man? Middle infield. Oh, okay. So you're so, you're yeah. Short you, you use your speed. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um before we get into advice, because I want to know some of the advice you might give to athletes trying to make it pro in their sport and do their thing, be successful like you have been yourself. Um, I want to know if you have any moments that you can recall that you might consider to be your best moment or your favorite moment in soccer. Probably my last season before uh, signing pro, which was um, the summer of 2018 with Laredo Heat. Okay, and it was just it was just a great season. It was just yeah, it was a good good season. All right, so last thing that I wanted to kind of get to you. Uh, with is 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 the advice man what advice would you give to somebody trying to be successful in their sport and make it professionally just keep dreaming i mean um dream every little thing that um a pro athlete that you think a pro athlete would do dream with do giving interviews uh playing in front of fans um playing just simply playing at a at a pro level, just keep dreaming. Whatever, whatever your heart and uh, whatever your mind can think about, I mean, it's possible. And you just need to put um, your heart into it. And that's uh, that's what I keep telling myself. Whatever you can think of, then um, just put your work into it, and it will come true. I love it, man. So you're a big visualization guy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Solid, man. Solid. Any any last thing you might want to say about, you know, your future goals? What are your goals? Um individually is um obviously earning a uh spot on the starting eleven or traveling squad starting eleven, getting my minutes in. I know it's hard for a for a first year yeah. um contract player. Um but definitely those are my individual goals. And as a team, um, obviously win the whole thing, just like any other USL team. Yeah. Awesome, man. Guys, uh, thank you for listening. I want to say thank you so much, Memo, for being on the show. Thank you for uh, teaching me that I was saying your name wrong at the beginning, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. Um, thank you for having me. It means a lot for you to to reach out. And, um, and I'm glad I was able to do the interview with you awesome man hey i wish you the very best of luck going forward and i'll have to make it out there to el paso to go and check you guys out hopefully you can um hopefully it's soon we really hope that you enjoyed our interview with memo diaz a really really cool dude on and off the air Uh, we had a conversation afterwards and he's just very very excited to advance in professional soccer and he's just very passionate for the game and it's really cool to hear especially because his story started out with another sport completely 
and it changed over into what he's really, really good at and really chasing at this point in his life. But guys, if you want to hear more stuff from us, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. YouTube is now one of the newer channels that we've been kind of going into. So hopefully you guys can check that out as well and uh, share this episode with your friends and family any soccer fans you might know that might be interested share it on over and uh, of course there's more episodes for you guys to check out and more coming soon thank you